and that damn scale became my god so as soon as like the scale went up i was like i mean i remember just being like fuck you and yelling and screaming at this scale and like just so pissed because like yesterday i crushed my macros and the scale didn't show it and so now today's a blow day um and i was attached to an outcome well what superhuman fathers had gotten me into was instead of being attached to an outcome is being attached to the journey every let's go it's just the systems right so we we don't rise to the level of our expectations we fall to the level of our systems and so i embrace the system so as soon as i realized you know in in august about that bitchy boys i embraced the systems for the first time and that's when everything changed welcome to the superhuman fathers transformation podcast if you're listening to this you're about to witness some of the most incredible transformations that have ever happened on the planet and just by listening to this you will be inspired to have your own transformation if you're listening to this for the first time or you're one of the brothers in the brotherhood go leave a review on the podcast and let the brother or member know how amazing they did and how incredible the transformation was I'm Kyle Carnahan, founder of Superhuman Fathers, and not only am I going to change your life, I'm going to get you ripped as fuck. Welcome. It's today's a, a special one, Transformation Tuesday. We have Greg's one of our transformations, which I get to, you know, I sent him some questions, and then I never ask those questions. I would ask a bunch of different ones, so I just get them all, you know, um, stress everybody out. But this is just a moment to celebrate. Because we haven't been able to for, you know, setting up schedules and things, but we finally have them here. Uh, this one was very fun as I've communicated with Greg. I think it's been over what now? Like, has it been a year or so, Greg? Maybe a little more? Yeah, it's been a year. We started in February. Yeah, see, I knew it. It's just, and it's so fun. It's just, this means, obviously to everybody in the community, it should mean you were a part of this. You're a part of this. And so every time we have these, I want you to feel like you have a piece because there might be one thing you said in a Zoom, one thing post that you liked or one post that you shared that had an impact on this person. Or maybe you allowed them to impact you, right? Because what do we always do when we're trying to steal excuses from each other? And this is how we inspire each other is by showing up. And so that being said, I'm going to be selfish and I'm going to say this really means a whole hell of a lot for me. You know, this, this one especially. Because Greg was here when we were kind of starting. He just gave us our trust. He's like, okay, let's go for you know, go for it. And we've been able to communicate over that time period. I've learned a bunch from him, and uh, I've been able to share some nuggets with him as well. And so, um, as we come in, let me make sure I've let everybody in who's who's waiting. Yeah, there's already 34 guys, and I think we should probably just get started, Greg. Um, I'm sure, I know Kyle. He, he texted me. He's coming. So. Um, I won't get too far, you know, maybe we'll wait one second, but, um, just, maybe I'll just ask Greg how he's doing, dude. Greg, how you doing, bro? Uh, fire right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, dude. This is be good. Yeah, I, I really am. I'm so, I'm just so grateful because I know, I know you have some insight that might be fun to share with the team. Um, and I just, it'll be cool to get your perspective as maybe where you were before Superhuman Fathers you know, what brought you in and, and how your mindset's changed and just your perspective, because we're all unique that way. And, and that's what's interesting, you guys, too. Like, it's not like we're all trying to become Kyle. Okay? I mean, we are, right? Like, we're trying to become Kyle. Like, 
of course, you know, that way. And, and hi, he would say higher. He would probably be humble and be like, no, 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 stop it. But you have values. You have a conscience. The problem is life is chaotic and it separates you from your values. And so sometimes it's hard to be the unique you, the, the, the person you're supposed to be in every situation. And so this program is, is to help you build that ability, you know? To, get, to be one of our one of our values, Kyle always says, is like get weird, you know, like be that guy, as long as it's in line with your values. So, all right, I'm gonna get off my soapbox because this is not my time. It's Greg's time. I just know people were coming in, and I want them to all hear. So, let's go ahead, Greg. Just a quick synopsis, uh, maybe background. Like, you know, are you married? You have kids? What do you do for a living? How did you find Superhuman Fathers? That'll be the story. Just we'll start out right there and we'll end about that, like how you found it. Okay, perfect. So, uh, yes, I am married uh, 20 years now. Uh, Let's go. Four amazing children live in uh, Denver, Colorado. Actually, I, I see a couple of familiar faces on here. Uh, you can shout them out if you want. <laughs> yeah, so like, well, and one of these guys, Brian Hirschbrunner, this is the guy that got me started. I Let's really go. Like that dude's got so many people coming on here and just like changing lives. It's been yeah, uh, absolutely amazing. So, uh, big shout out to that guy. Um, I'm an orthodontist. Uh, yeah, and uh, I got two dogs. I don't know what else. Yeah. So, Perfect. but yeah, uh, Brian was this huge motivator, right? Because both of us were were kind of we used to be shaped the same, right? And and now we we kind of are as well. So. Uh, I remember seeing his transformation and I'm looking at the original and I was like, damn, that's exactly what I look like. Right. I honestly didn't know, Brian, and don't take offense to this. Right. But like, I didn't know whose titties were bigger. Right. And obviously you shrunk down and you got all shredded. I was like, feeling, feeling myself. I was like, damn, like, oh my gosh, he did it. So it, it was, uh, that, that was the reason why I joined superhuman fathers. Beautiful. Awesome. And so um, let's go into the, the position you were in or how you were feeling as you're coming into Superhuman Fathers because, you know, it may, uh, physical, whatever reason why, maybe we'll, I want to dig a little bit into the reasons why you joined other than just seeing Brian, what was it going to do for you? And then um, we'll, let's just go ahead and then we'll start, we'll start there. And then I want you to, as you went through Superhuman Fathers, was there a change in mindset or perspective or what, what differences did you begin to see in your life? I hope that question made sense. It did. I got you. All right. So, uh, we'll, we'll back up a little bit. So I, what was it? November. I am. And guys, like on the outside, my life looks awesome, right? Awesome family, gorgeous wife, fulfilling career. And I just felt hollow. Um, I felt so empty inside had, and couldn't figure it out. And so at one point in November, sitting there in the driveway and like that pain had just been there so long, that emptiness, that hollowness had been there so long. And so I was like, I don't know how to get rid of this except for ending my life. So sitting there in the driveway and um, little voice came to my head that was just like, basically like, stop that there, there's more for you. Um, but that was my state of my mind when I, when I started superhuman father. So it was still the same in February. 
Um, the only difference was, is that, you know, uh, Hirschbrenner got me a little excited, gave me a little blood flow, just looking at that amazing transformation and everything. And so, uh, yeah, I jumped on, um, and by jumped on, I mean, I kind of was like, okay, I, I remember Ryan going through the back rows and everything. And I had done some things and I was like, I don't know about this. So I, I wasn't all in for a little while. And I know that really delayed a lot of my progress, but, um, this, that'll be fun to talk about though. That's special. Well, it's because, huge. Yeah. And you can even go into it if you want. I, I mean, this is your, because I watched you and even though you were all in, you kind of were still there and you didn't give up and you kept pushing. And so, um, for me, that was really inspiring. And it's that message that you can't, if you, if you don't stop, you can't lose, you know? So, yes. And I remember at one point telling you, I was like, I will get there. This will be the longest transformation in <laughs> superhuman father's history. And I will proudly hoist that title. So, um, but yeah, I, I did not want to give up, but like, um, one other program that I do first rule is trust the process. And if I could look back and tell myself anything, it would be right from the get go. Trust the process. It's so simple. Just do it. Um, and I know that was like three months of me kind of fighting things and being like, oh man, my fats seem, seem low. And, uh, I don't know about these calories and different things. Um, and so if I had just trusted the process, that would have been three less months of cutting for sure. Amazing. So obviously we saw the pictures. I mean, you had a massive physical transformation other than the physical transformation. Did you see any benefits to the superhuman fathers program or any impact that had on your mi mindset, either in your family or your job or anything like that? Yeah. And honestly, this is probably the biggest part for me. Um, because literally I joined to try and look like my, my friend, Brian Hirschbrenner. That was it. Um, yeah, Brian. And each month in the beginning, like the first, oh, it was, it was through July. I'm noticing each month something is shifting in my mind and I didn't know what it was. Right. There was just these shifts where like, I mean, elevated, um, I felt more tapped in, more connected, more aligned with my soul. And each month I just kept tapping in a little bit more and I had no clue what it was. Um, so yeah, it was a huge, huge mental shift. Um, one thing though, I will, I, and I want to share this, right? Because this was, I had two trans like transformative moments in the, in the whole process where like it hit me so hard. One was, I, so I'm, uh, it was August. I'm in Tahiti with the family. It's my 20th anniversary trip. And I'm sneaking into a gym at like two in the morning. Right. Uh, to, to go work go. Out. And cause the type change and everything like that, I'm working out and listening to superhuman fathers on a zoom. And, uh, I had gone down about 10 pounds plateau, then then down another 10 pounds. So I was like at 190 at that point. And, um, I remember listening to that zoom call and honestly, I don't know who it was, but Kyle, or the guy started talking and Kyle's like, wait, 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 stop you're being a bitch. And I was like, okay. And the guy kept coming with a couple more excuses. And, and Kyle literally for 60 seconds 
in the most loving way ever was just like, you're being a bitch. And he would just cut him off. You're being a bitch. Right. And I'm sitting here working out. And next thing I know, like I've got tears streaming down my face and I like putting myself in that guy's shoes. I was like, damn, Kyle's talking to me. Um, and, and that was a huge point turning point for me where I just realized that I had all these excuses built up and every single one of them was just my bitch voice. Um, and that came tumbling down in that moment. And so it was in August when I finally got serious and I was like, okay, we're, we're, we're going all in. Uh, but it wasn't until Kyle got, told someone else, not that, not that he was a bitch, but that he was being a bitch. Right. Um, and, and that was transformative for me, you know? So, uh, now I look at those excuses and they pop up every single day. Right. I mean, I probably had 10 times today where I was like, don't backstep. Don't be a bitch. Greg, I got to I got to jump in here, bro. So this this way of talking and 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 speaking to men is so controversial in our world today. And this story that you're telling, we are well, this is a slam dunk for us, your story. To for me to take the people that are trying to tell us that we're doing it wrong to fuck off. We're saving lives, right? This is it's so huge. In fact, I've got very good friends that are coaches that one guy in particular just put out an email that said this whole idea of killing the bitch voice is stupid and that it doesn't help you at all in your family relationships. And I'm thinking this guy's so disconnected from the process. He has no idea. And just so you guys know, I'm a people pleaser, bro. Like by trade, but like just by nature, I'm a people pleaser. That was so hard for me to get to the point where I would do that. But I've learned that love is very painful sometimes. The truth, telling, telling the people you love the truth is really hard because you're going to take some heat. But if you truly love your brothers, sometimes you might be the only one to speak truth into their life. And you've got to take the risk of being hated. You know, and it's worth it. So... Thank you for explaining that that way. Um, I'm seriously going to take this clip of this right here and I'm going to keep it. And anytime someone questions the way this is expressed to men, I'm just going to say, hey, watch this. You know, I love it. Yeah, and it was so and honestly, I've never felt more love like coming out from you talking to this other guy than when, when you said that. And I would, I wish I knew who it was. Cause I would love to see, okay, did he transform as well? Cause that was such a transformative point on, on my journey. Right. And everything shifted on that point. So yeah, thank you. Well, and you yeah. had great, you had him, you had this kind of realization and you said there was two points. So I want to hear about the second one as well. Mm -hmm. Um, but are you sent us a letter and I just, I didn't think about the, I should have grabbed it cause there was nuggets in there. And but um, to read a couple pieces of it, but I, that was a very special moment for me because that was earlier in the process. And to be so vulnerable and transparent in this letter of just like where you were at, but also that you knew you were going to make it like you knew you could handle it. And it was just kind of a letter of gratitude it was very powerful for me. And that to watch you have found it and then just not give up the whole time. It's a message that you did it for everybody in this group because there's so many times that people will, they'll get to a certain point 
and then they'll just kind of stay right you know they and they they don't they can't get to the next level and so by you sticking through and just doing it you just stole their excuses so when i bring that up you mentioned and i know you want to talk about the other moment i should give you this time but i want to dig into this when you say kill that bitch voice you know when you heard kyle say that to somebody else what does that look like for you what is that what do you what does that mean what do you mean by that now i didn't prep you for this question by the way oh, yeah, I told yeah you. right so <laughs> um okay so like honestly for me right now uh okay to me that bitch voice is anything that is trying to deter me from being aligned with who i am my soul my purpose my being right so anytime something is coming and trying to pull me away from that me that's my bitch voice right and beautiful and it's one of those things where like at first i would honestly i would hate it and i'd try and fight it with with all sorts of hate and now honestly i love it and, and that's because I, I remember you said okay this is i knew this is going to come out please share so great um yeah i didn't even know this was going to come out so wait, wait wait to see the future here so um yeah, it was just this whole idea where I started embracing it because this was my test. This is like, okay, what do I really want? Do I really want to be aligned, right? Do I want to be tapped in? And so all these are just little tests. Where am I at? Where am I at? And every single time I keep on stepping forward and not stepping back, you just feel that win and you're like, hell yeah, right? And then you get more aligned, more tapped in and it's absolutely beautiful. So yeah, I'll fight it. Right. But I love it. It's testing me and I love it. So it's so good. Damn. That's amazing. I always, I always compared to like the opponent in jujitsu or whatever. He's like your sparring partner. Yeah. He, he, incre he increases, he gets better while you get better. It's like, damn it. But it's leveling you up at the same time. So that is an awesome example. Thanks, Greg. Well, okay. So I cut you off. Was there another moment you wanted to share? Because I, I stole, I kind of broke okay. up your 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 speech there. Go on. Yeah, so we'll we'll go into another moment, and uh, this one was actually really really uh, recent. Um, this is our conversation you and I had, um, and, and so through this whole process, right? This is it, it went from a physical process to just purely mental. Like I get up three thirty every morning, I work out every single day. And it's not for what I'm getting. It's for just my, my mental state, my, my ability to tap in. And the six pack is just, you know, icing on the cake. Right. So, um, man, I felt like I was just like, I was on fire, right. I had just gotten posted. Life is good. Things are coming together. Business is awesome. I'm feeling like family's doing okay. And I share with Ryan that this predicament that I'm running into with my wife. Okay. And he's, he was so good. He's like, he gets on and he's like, you're being a bitch. Right. And he followed up with all this other love and everything like that. But I realized, yeah, I had overcome the bitch voice on my body. Right. Well, and daily overcoming it, but man, I struggled with my family. Right. I had this bitch voice telling me I need, I need, I need, gimme, gimme, gimme. Right. Um, all the time. And it was, it was there. It was trying to teach me a lesson the whole time. 
Um, and I didn't get the lesson until Ryan was like, you're being a bitch. Right now I will say one other thing, right. And this is like props to you, Kyle, and every guy I've heard here on superhuman fathers when you guys are tapped in. Okay. So as far as like marriage counseling and all that kind of stuff goes, I've spent like 15 grand on like the top, like therapists and stuff throughout the world on this stuff. Okay. And they're all telling me one thing. Okay. And all of a sudden, right. It's like, you're being a bitch. And what look, look, look down this way. Okay. <laughs> I got, and it was transformative. It completely changed my mind, my outlook on family, wife, everything like that, because Ryan was tapped in. And I mean, like just now, just thinking about it, like you should see all the goosebumps on, on, on my arm and everything like that. So you guys got to realize how powerful this is. What you are sharing is like even greater. I mean, this is divine connection when you guys are tapped in Let's like go. this. And, and what yes. you are sharing yes. is just, it, it's greater than any therapist, any sort of research, anything like that. I mean, it is God inspired. Um, I'm, I'm sitting here like, you know, ready to pound the pulpit at church or something like that. But like, seriously, it is what it's absolutely amazing what you guys are sharing. And anybody else who gets on here and is just like aligned and tapped in, you're like, hell yeah. It's this is how a message is transferred spiritually to another person. Brian brought you here because of what he became and because of the light that he's shown, right? Like who he was brought you here. And then the people who brought you to the next level, exactly. It was in that moment, they were living the message and the message came out as pure integrity and truth and character because there's no bullshit behind it. It's not just words. It's you have to be in alignment with your life or your words are dead. Think about this with your kids and your wife. We all live in a goddamn lie. We're living a lie. Most men live this lie, not in integrity, always hiding their, their, their true self, always lying to themselves, always letting the excuses in. And so we're fake. How are you going to connect with another person spirit to spirit when the person that you're showing up with is fake? This is what we're talking about. I love it, Greg. Thank your you. weakness, your weaknesses are your strength. It's everything. That's why I'm talking to Greg. When he says that about me, I smirk because he did the same for me. Because guess what he did when we were having this discussion? He was working out. He was giving me nuggets. And then I was sharing nuggets with him. We had yeah. earned it together. Yeah. And we let's earn it together. And let's, let's be real. Like, this is not us, right? When, let's now, go. When, exactly. When, when we're in alignment and we come together, there's that mastermind effect they talk about like the third mind like this is where we have epiphanies for each other right you know greg sucks about his his hair standing on end and i'm like i feel it i'm connected to you through this electronic zoom machine <laughs> like i can feel your spirit from miles away like this is what i'm talking about this is how we make real change this is why superhuman fathers works this all right. Let's go. Keep Continue. Going. <laughs> I know I'm I'm running high right now. I'm like, well, I don't even know where to go now. Like I just want to listen to you guys like always. But um um yeah. 
Throw up another question. Yeah, sure. Well, let's go deeper. So, so yeah, you had that moment where, you know, you connected with me and what, and that you were being a bitch. Dig into that a little bit more, like in the emotional side of things or with your family, where when you're saying, gimme, 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 what are examples of the gimme, gimme, gimme? And how are you, how did you overcome them? And as specific as you want to get, because I'm going to connect this to as another, another question. So it can, you know, whatever you want to share that way. Okay. Yeah. So, um, all right. So basically here I am November I'm posted guys. And like, honestly, I, I look good. Like I could stand in front of the mirror, right. And give myself a little blood flow. Okay. So, um, so I had like, I had this confidence with my body that I've never had before, right? Business was absolutely crushing it. So I just had my best six months I've ever had in my entire life. Um, and so that part is on fire. And even like this, the, the whole connection with God has been unbelievable. My relationship with, uh, with, with, with God, with a higher power is closer now than it's ever been. Uh, so all of this is on fire except for family, right? Beautiful. So, um, and, and this is my relationship with my kids and my relationship with my wife. So I felt like because I had a six pack, okay. And because I was crushing it in business. Okay. And because I was, you know, at times aligned pretty dang well, that I was owed, you know, whatever. And it was like owed sex, owed connection, owed time, owed appreciation. Like where the hell is my words of affirmation, right? I wanted to hear that I was a freaking rock star all the time. Um, and it was crickets, right? Which is exactly what, what she was supposed to give me, okay? It, it was perfect you know because i had this needy taker bitchy whiny energy trying to just suck it out of her right to to fill up some some hole within me so the the interesting thing is is that you know ryan had, had said hey how's your morale and i was like really really good except for my wife and i have been discussing divorce and dude's tapped in and he's just like hey i'm just gonna tell you some things so he starts going through and he's like, you're being a bitch. And, you know, he, he starts laying down the, this framework of something that I've never, ever, ever thought of. And it's something that's not told anywhere else. Anywhere. I've looked, right? The idea is just the craziest thing ever. And the whole idea was lose yourself. Kind of the same thing that Jesus taught, right? Lose yourself. It's not about you. And I kept, it was the hardest thing for me to just understand. How do you get to a point where you have no more wants, where you have no more needs? I couldn't understand it. I was like, sure, there's this fake person that like Kyle's talking about. I could, I could lie through my teeth, but still at the end of the day, there's down at the bottom of that barrel, there's this need, there's this want. And right, you know, and you're telling me you didn't have it. And at first I didn't believe, right? I sat in there for like a week, right? I didn't get back to you. I was just like, 
every single day. I'm spending about three hours stacking these ideas and just trying to figure out what the hell. And then, and it was weird because it affected my workouts too. Like everything was just off. Um, and then I remember having this amazing workout where I just went all out. Everything was to failure. I'm sweating and I get back on and I'm like, okay, I believe you. Right. It was just like, I had gotten so much mental clarity from this workout. Um, and so now I'm still, I'm still processing it. Right. But I believe it. Um, it has been absolutely transformative. As soon as I was like, it's not about me. It's not about me. I'm just going to give because I want to give. And instead of, and the other big realization is, um, and this is something that I learned throughout the whole process. So speaking with the body, I was so attached to an outcome, right? And that damn scale became my God. So as soon as like the scale went up, I was like, I mean, I remember just being like, fuck you and yelling and screaming at this scale and like, just so pissed. Cause like yesterday I'd crushed my macros and the scale didn't show it. And so now today's a blow up day. Um, and I was attached to an outcome. Well, what superhuman fathers had gotten me into was instead of being attached to an outcome is being attached to the journey. Every Let's single go. day is just the systems, right? So we, we don't rise to the level of our expectations. We fall to the level of our systems. And so I embrace the system. So as soon as I realized, you know, in, in August about that bitchy voice, I embraced the systems for the first time. And that's when everything changed. Okay. So same thing with my family. I was attached to an outcome. I wanted this, this marriage that was on fire. And it sounds amazing on paper, right? Like everybody's like, oh, that sounds amazing, right? Passionate marriage. I wanted my wife to just climb all on top of me and just rubber face on my six pack. I don't know. Right. But I was attached to an outcome instead of a person. Right. And as soon as I did that, I was a bitch. So I, I realized it with the, with the workouts. I realized it even with business and I realized it with my family. And so I no longer became attached to an ideal marriage or anything like that. I'm just attached to my wife. Mm. So we, we've had some good conversations about it. I'm like, hey, I'm all in on you. Let's go, dude. So yeah, that is, yeah, that's, that's superhuman fathers right there. Thank you. You guys, I don't, I don't even know what to say. This is, uh, it's so crazy because this is our path too. Just with our thoughts and our teachings is like, I realized like we're elevating our men without their wives. And then we're, we're, we're starting with fitness and then it's kind of pouring over into like business. And then you're having these like, wow, I really feel connected with God. But then the wife, we talk about kids in the beginning a lot, but the wife kind of got left behind. And so like, you're not the first one who was like, dude, I got ripped, got my life together. And then like, we're talking about divorce. Like you're not the first one. And I'm going like, something's up here. Like we got to figure this out. And that's when I had that epiphany 
of turning the pyramid upside down and be like, oh, your wife is first. Like that's step one is help these men understand what it means to be a husband. And that's, I mean, that was the message we got in the beginning. We do the most, we need the least. That is in marriage. That's the first place where we use that. If we can do that, the rest of this stuff is going to be easier. Now, it obviously worked for Greg, but I think we just flipped it on its head. And now if we can switch it around and go that route, we might be able to help some guys. And Greg, you're a huge part of figuring that out. Thank you. That was, I, I, I'm trying to think of another question, you guys. Like John writes, like, we want more Greg. <laughs> He's putting in there. like, she sapped in. Oh, it's so good. Okay. So, um, maybe we just had the climax, like in a movie, and we're, I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, Let's find out. I'm getting, I, I, we, can, we can talk about this idea of, it's not about me, I give everything, because you're, obviously, there's men listening right now in here that are like, fuck that. She owes Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right now, you're feeling inner turmoil and struggle to actually let go and give her yourself everything. And hey. Stop blaming her. It's You can feel it. I know it. And it, it's, it's a fight. It's this internal battle. But she and I and, and I do all this and I, 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 Nope. Nope. Full sacrifice. Can we hear more about the all in? Like, what what did that mean? How did that translate? I'm I'm curious what that what that looked like in in practice. There we go. Opened it up. They okay. want to know, Greg. Yeah, and so in practice, and when when I say that this is recent, what is this, Ryan? Like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, yeah. maybe. Yeah, it was an awesome conversation. Yeah. Yep. Yes. So. Um, I am just at the, I feel like I'm just still at that doorstep, right? Like the door is now open. I've at least recognized that I can open this one and start walking through it. Um, you know, so maybe this is, this is something that, you know, Ryan or Kyle who, you know, have already accepted and ingrained this in their life can speak better on. Um, so what that looks like, the biggest thing for me is that my wife is a freaking bloodhound when it comes to energy. So I have always done all the checklists. I've been like, boom, I will clean up. Yep. The I will clean up the house. I will do everything. Right. And cha-ching, we'll cash that in for sex tonight. And this is going to work out good. Okay. Mm -hmm. But it reeks of taker energy. Just reeks of it. And she can smell that. She's like, I know why you're doing this. Right. And, and I know for my wife, she wanted to, I love it. What? So Keith Yaki calls it a walking vagina. My wife wanted to feel like more than a walking vagina. And I get that, you know, and it's so hard. Like I almost want to cry just thinking that that was my mindset. Right. Yes. And, and at the time, I'm not going to admit that I'm like, oh no, 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 I'm doing good. Right. But looking back, like all bullshit aside. Yeah. That, that, that was, that was my energy. Um, and so no wonder why she didn't want me. I get it. Um, so what does that look like now? Mostly it's, it's focused on the energy. So I'm just present. So first thing I focus on is just being present. 
right? So I, I don't have my phone with me and I'm just looking at her, asking curious questions, um, responding to her, not thinking about really what I'm going to say or what I'm going to teach her or anything like that, what I'm going to ask for. It's just like, I want to know you. I want to be with you. And I'm going to give you my, my very best. And that's really it. Um, this is the monk. Listen, the monk goes in and requires nothing and needs nothing. So the monk needs no sex. He's over it. He's let's go. It's about the relationship with the person in service. Welcome. And then the, the monk gets 69. That's what happens. <laughs> so, <laughs> there is that. So just understand once that energy is switched and that your mindset is all service and I, I truly need nothing from you. I just love you. Things change. Yeah. And, and for me, it was the most radical shift because I always thought, hey, if I'm good, I can have good desires. Well, if you're good, your only good desire that you want to do is give. That's it. Let's go. That's it. This is Great, like, dude, this, this is, is so powerful. This is like, would you still have integrity and character if you knew your integrity and character would send you to a burning hell for the rest of eternity? Is, is your character that important to you? Right? Why do we do the things we do? Once you, once you get to a level which you will burn in hell for eternity for your character and your code you live by, you're going to do just fine. You're unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping you do good, good things happen in the afterlife, but I'm just saying, like, if you think about it, like, willing to sacrifice everything for your character and integrity, everything. Yeah. So, uh, Chad, one last, one last thought as far as, you know, what I'm doing again, I'm still like so early on this journey and just understanding it because it's completely contrary to anything else I've been taught. Um, but as soon as I adopted it, I realized how simple it is. I had taken something that was so simple and just fucked it up with complexity. Right. But it's just as simple as I am good, and so I'm just going to give. And yeah, it's it it's been transformative. My wife is still at the point though where she's like, "I know you for 20 years, right?" And so I, I'm still getting tested: is this for real, right? This, this she, is a huge concept, Greg. This is huge. Keep going. This is massive. This realization you're having right now or how this is the beginning of 20 years that you're undoing, which I always say, and I don't, I don't have data to back this, but for every one shitty decision, you're like 10 shitty decisions, one good decision is the least of them, <laughs> you know, but it's like that, you know? So it's like a 10 to one, you know, you're two years out, bro, or something, but right. I don't know if that, that makes sense. Yes. So... I uh, no, yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, and I don't even know where, where I was going to go, but I will say one thing. So when, when I was asking God, how long do I give, right? How, how long do I give like this to my wife before I'm at a place where, okay, we're, we're, we're done, right? And he's like, You've never done it before. Why don't you try and see what happens? 
gold tooth. So I, I was like, damn, damn is right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's good. I mean, seriously, thank you guys. It's so crazy how we think we're supposed to have a good marriage when we put zero, like such minimal effort into it and, and selfishly go after it in that state of taking. And, and then we're so dumbfounded that our marriage is not working. It's, it's like, we'll spend all this time on our body and on our business. And then we're like, man, my wife sucks. Why is my marriage not working? It's like how hard it was to build that body, how incredibly difficult and time consuming to build that business. Why would we think a marriage would be any less focus? No. Yeah. And one other thought, you know, so like when, when, when I'm working out, my favorite rep is that one where I'm hitting failure, right? That's why I'm like, thank you weights. <laughs> I, I'm so grateful that they are pushing back on me. Okay. And then I jump into marriage and I'm like, just don't push back on me. Right? <laughs> and, I love that. And so, you know, Ryan has helped me with the, with this transformation. And now I can look back and I'm like, babe, thank you for pushing so hard. And I know why she pushes, right? It's because she cares. You know, so she is my weight pushing me to failure every day, mm-hmm. helping me level up as a husband. Yep. Damn. Your best coach is right there in the house with you at all times. 100%. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, I'm, I'm speechless, Ryan. You're going to have to take it, bro. I, 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 I yeah. Okay. We have men here. We have, you have, Drop bombs on like 50 men, Greg, of stuff that you took from what I told you and just ate it up and just like commune with God and brought it back out in the most beautiful way. I don't, I, I'm just saying, I'm, li- I'm gonna have to listen to this one like 10 times. Yeah, there's some nuggets in here, guys. Who's got questions? Who's got questions for Greg? That's how we'll play this. I, I know there's question. questions. Who's that? Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Yeah, hit it, Jeremiah. So, hey, Greg, um, you, you said earlier about how you, uh, gosh, my heart's beating so fast trying to ask this question. Um, you said you lost yourself. You, uh, you had to realize that you needed to lose yourself. And I was wondering um, what that felt like. Was it like tunnel vision or were you just super hyper-focused? And I guess the second part to that question was um, lose yourself to just service or to just. You like, got the question, well, Greg. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, I do, right? Because this is part of the wrestling that I do with, with Ryan. Okay. So, so here's where I'm at right now. Right. And I'm sure like I will gain more and more ideas through this whole idea, but Basically, I kind of see two selves. One, we have our ego self that is selfish and everything is fear-based and wants and um, lack, right? And then we have our real soul, okay? Well, the problem is in life, we live completely out of this ego. Everything is out of fear, okay? Everything is selfish and wants. So we think this is the real person when it's not, right? 
we have a divine soul mm. and a divine purpose. It's just buried. Right. And so when, when we're, we're talking about losing ourselves, it's that person, right? It's that ego part. It's that selfish part. It's that person that has the fears, the person who lives out of lack and not out of abundance, who, who lives out of not love. Okay. That's the person we lose. And so what are you left with when you un, un, unravel all that, un, unveil who you really are? You left with your soul. Mm. Now, can you imagine, right? Because I'm not there, but I watch like Kyle and Ryan and guys who are like leveled up ahead of me, okay? Living their life out of strength, living their life out of soul and soul purpose. And you watch what they can do, right? So there, there's two steps there. You lose yourself and you are yourself, right? <laughs> so, um, you know, which ties in beautifully to what we were talking about with, with marriage. Really, the only reason you ever want anything is because you're in a state of lack. That's it. No, no one ever got up this morning. It was just like, geez, I want air, right? No, because we woke up breathing. We were fine, right? We're in a state of abundance. Okay. But then it comes to our relationship and you're like, damn, I, I'm lacking sex. Right. But that's not your soul. That is that ego part. So, you know, they, it ties right back into what we were talking about there um, with losing yourself. So you can give yourself, I mean, and that, that self that you're giving, that is your person tapped into your soul, living out of all of your strengths. So I know what he looks like. Like, I know what, the, what, the, what that soul looks like for me. Yes. Freaking amazing. Right. There's like, it, it's unbelievable. I'm going to get there. I don't even know what to say, Ryan. I, 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 like th this, this conversation right now is answering even like deep spiritual questions for me. Wow. I mean, it's tapping on my soul, my purpose, a divine soul and purpose. Wow. See how this works? How much you can give back? When you find it, just so you know, this Zoom would be worth all the money I'd pay to be part of this. Just this one Zoom right here. I would, I, I would burn it all down to the ground just for that moment right there. Wow. So, Jeremiah, you had one other question, right? Because the first one was about losing yourself. What that looks like. Yes, and the second one was. Um... Exactly what, what is it you were losing yourself to? But you did answer that. Oh, okay. You, you answered it in um, sure it losing is. your ego. Sure. Yeah, did. you answered it real good. <laughs> Thank you so much, Greg. Powerful. You're welcome. Well, wow. well, and, and honestly, like immediately when you when you said that, I'm just like, "Thank you, right?" Because that got me going. You know, down this road, and it's been like life changing for me in just the last three weeks. To recognize, guys, too, what Greg just did for you and for me. 
I was kind of able to give a nugget to him, but now he gave it back tenfold to me, right? Like, it's, I don't know. If, this is the power of the community. This is the power of when you're aligned with brothers. Chad Hankel and I had a massive moment this morning too, which I won't go into, but just something that you would never expect. And Chad said something really special about. I, Chad, what was it that you said to me um, on the phone about needing some other man or needing a, a someone else with you? I can't. I don't know. It was just very powerful. Are you here, Chad? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because this I think is it's was... happening again right here. Do you remember what yeah. you said? It's happening again right now, man. I know it's crazy. Um, I what I was talking about was how we'll we'll have our individual moment that we'll be able to figure out. But because we're vulnerable, because we're living in alignment, other people are going to be able to connect the dots for us that we wouldn't otherwise be able to connect for ourselves because we were vulnerable with someone else, and they can be a mirror back to us. Yep. And the only way that works, see, guys, this is why you have to give give up what you're holding on to. Yep. The power lies on the other side. To be able to do what Greg just did for us and for me, you have to cross over. You have to let go. You got to stop holding on to that bullshit. This, you can live your life half-ass and just let people in your life walk by without feeling your power and your purpose that you were placed here to serve these people and inspire them. But yet you decided to hang on to your bullshit. And so off they go, not getting that gold that you were supposed to give them to help them along their way. This ain't about getting abs, man. This is about spiritually being tapped in to serve your purpose. Like, I can't say it enough. I, I, every time I go to one of these damn events, every time, when I'm living the way I should, I'm a magnet, a magnet. You guys will experience this. Greg's already experiencing this. Like this positivity that you exude when you are living this way is insane. Your business blows up. Your connection to God and deity, the universe just increases massively. You feel more guided. And now, now he's hitting that point where he's like taking all of this knowledge and putting it into his family. The bleed over effect is real. And then he poured it all over us right now. <laughs> Just poured it over us. And the, the crazy thing is, the deeper you go, the more powerful you become. And this power is just to serve. And the second you want the power for yourself, it's gone. <laughs> That's what's crazy. You know, part of it is too, I think Greg and I talked about this too, is, you know, our ability to suffer for the ones we love. Because if we suffer infinitely, we can serve infinitely. And this, I mean, the way you presented that, Greg, though, I, I'm going to have to go back and watch it a few times. It was like, thank you so much. Michael Davis either has a question or a comment, and I'm happy to take it. What you got, bro? I got a question. First of all, Greg, holy shit. Good stuff, bro. Um, but, okay, so... When you're talking about losing yourself, um, so getting up early and going doing workouts and putting down a donut, all that shit's pretty easy, right? And that daily bitch voice conversation gets easier with time. So are you finding that it's a different conversation? Like, because I imagine the ego has its own version of the bitch voice, right? That like, like, well, I mean, I guess it's all the same thing, but ultimately 
the piece of that bitch voice that's telling you that your wife deserves to have sex with you or whatever. You know what I mean? Like that part of it, right? Like, how do you find, is that different or is it a very similar conversation to the bitch voice that doesn't want to do squats? Oh, are you very similar? Is there, is there something you're doing to keep it at bay? Is it journaling? Is it meditation? Is it a specific thing you're doing every day to get yourself in line with that anti-ego? Um, yeah. So, uh, two answers there. Yes. The voice in my mind and my heart and everything like that is the exact same, right? It's the one that is leading me away from being aligned, leading me away from what I have committed myself to do. Right. So that, that's my bitch voice. Um, and Ryan's always talking about this suffering, right? So one of the things, um, that like God had a conversation with me about was the whole point of suffering is so that we can break down that ego. Okay. Yes. The only way we get rid of our wants, the only way we get rid of our fears, the only way we get um, rid of our lack and start living from abundance is through suffering because that's what destroys the ego. That's what unburies and unveils and shows us what that that soul and that soul purpose is um yeah so that that's why suffering is is so important because your ability to suffer it is your ability to obliterate desire yep you know so do you find is is there something specific in your journaling or in your meditating that's helping you with this or is it just the same oh. conversation fuck you <laughs> So I've got, I've got a one page document that says consistency, right? And basically all it is, is my system for each day, three 30, wake up. Okay. And then I do a 10 minute meditation and then I visualize, you know, my Greg 10.0, my penthouse self vibrating at my highest level. Then I go into a workout that way I crush all my, cause I wake up and I'm pissed, right? And so then I get rid of all that negativity. And then I go into a gratitude thing and like the whole thing all the way down. Right. Um, and then by about six 30, I'm ready to go to work and I just keep that going. And I have like five things that are going through the entire day. So I created a system that works for me. And I know it's different than other people who are just like tapped in. Like I've tried their system. No, no, no. I got to work out early. I got so much negativity. I got to burn that shit off. So, um, yeah, I have to be like lifting heavy weights by four o'clock. Otherwise actually three forty-five. Otherwise I'm like, my day is toast. So, Savage. um, but yeah, so I would say that is what it is. Right. And I, I mean, meditation, gratitude, journaling, um, sending love, investing time in my family. Like every day, my family is getting texts or videos or whatever at, that would be 4.45 is when I do that. So it's my system. Thank it's, you. I would say constantly evolving. Thank you. Yeah. Christian's got a question or a comment. Yeah, I just wanted to ask about your meditation process. Um, I was on it for a while and now I'm like slowly starting to like lean off of it and I want to get back on it. 
I just am like trying to learn. Like I, I literally find myself, I'll sit here and meditate and then I'll fall asleep. Like I don't know how to like get deeper without just passing out. Like, cause it's so early in the morning, you know? Um, I am right there with you. Um, and I am such a, a newbie virgin, whatever, when it comes to meditation, because I thought I was all foo-foo stuff before. Um, and so for me, like, cause it, this is first thing in the morning. So like three 32, um, and I will do, uh, a meditation where I'm using my, my throat chakra, right? Like, so I'm like, mm, and I'm trying to vibrate my neck and, and my heart chakra with it and everything <laughs> like that. And it becomes loud enough and a focal point enough that that keeps me going for like 10 minutes. And hopefully I have like three seconds within 10 minutes where I didn't have a thought. And I'm like, hell yeah. Right. Yeah. So, right. I mean, meditation to me is something that I'm still learning. Um, but every single person who's like crushing in life meditates. Hey, Christian, one thing you can do is just, you can put on some meditation music, close your eyes. And then I think Greg's talking about making noise. So like I'll breathe out super hard. Like, I'll, like it, focus on your breathing rather than just trying to think. And then, and hold your breath too to keep yourself awake. So you can do the box breathing where you inhale and then hold your breath for four seconds. Exhale, hold it out. And when you exhale, make a noise. You're like, or <laughs> careful because you'll wake your family up, but it'll keep you awake and you'll get in a rhythm. And um, I'm, I'm super new at this too, but I just kept it really simple. Music on and focus on breathing. And it helps me stay awake so that I don't fall asleep, you know? Yeah, and there's so many good apps for it. Can I just point out how badass Greg is that he said he is meditating at 3.32, not around 3.30. Yeah. Yeah. He said at 3.32, I'm meditating. That's badass. Uh, hey, and just so you guys know, like me meditation to me very recently is just finding a moment of calm because my I, I'm, I'm a chaotic soul like you guys are too. We're all psychic. Uh -huh. It's all attack, 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 attack. And so it's actually harder for me to sit down and not do anything. And just actually listen. And a lot of like my thoughts um, and my my visionary mind for ideas will start to come in as as I just let the thoughts come in. Like this morning was just I'm I'm sitting there meditating and I'm having these crazy, like like almost a dream state where I'm like running with a sword and like chopping. I was like chopping up these demon dogs while I'm running. Like it's I'm like, that's fucking weird. Like, what even is that? But but there's this idea of like going to war and attacking the day. And I'm seeing it in my mind, like of who I'm feeling like, right? Like, what am I feeling like? So then I come out of it and I'm like, that was interesting, but I definitely feel like I'm ready to go crush the day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Jeremiah, spiritual war. Like you just like, give it, give it a story for whatever it is. You know, you don't have to believe that it's some spiritual thing. It could just be the chemicals in your head. It doesn't matter. Like you don't have to, you don't have to feel something. You don't even have to see anything. So don't expect anything. Very similar to what we were saying. Don't have expectations or deserve anything when you're trying to meditate. Like just do it, even if it's three to five minutes, and just let it happen. Don't worry about what it is or try to put a name to it or uh, any expectations. And it'll it will serve you. It will. What you got, John Wright? John Wright. He's got a good nugget. He's got a question. I can tell. Oh. That's fast looking meditating. good, too. He's meditating. 
I've been meditating on this question for a couple of minutes, so hopefully it comes out um, the right way. Uh, Greg, you mentioned something quickly, like briefly mentioned programming earlier, like really early on the call. And, and maybe not in that, in those terms, but you mentioned kind of like, uh, you mentioned something about it, but how do you handle, um, the day-to-day sort of bombardment of not only negativity, but like this programming, because you said something about unlearning earlier. That's what it was. Uh, what I've noticed as I've been like on this journey of awareness is like, I'm starting to notice things in my day-to-day that I didn't notice before. Right. And then when now I'm that I'm starting to question them. I realize that the people closest to me, who I care about the most, and sometimes they can throw it right back at you, that same programming that we're trying to sort of, we're questioning now, right? So, how, and I know that you've gotten past this point. I can tell you've gotten past this point. So like, how do you, how did you handle that? Or, or how have you seen that? How has that manifested in your life? Um, okay. So, and just making sure that I got this right. So as you start deconstructing things and you start leveling up, we'll call it right. The people around you are kind of reminding you of your old programmed ways. Correct. And, and, and that's why this, this community, right. This brotherhood that we have, I think is so valuable. And we're all kind of aligned on the same frequency because yeah, as you start to wake up, we, we, we're, you know, we're, we're waking up from the matrix, right? And, but everyone else is still, is still there, right? Especially the people that we care about the most. It's very hard, right? It's like, um, and then every day, it seems like for me, I'm like seeing something else that, you know, some pattern that I'm, that I was doing or something that was on autopilot, right? And, uh, and, and now it's like, and then, you know, but, but with my family and, you know, my wife and the people closest to me that I'm with all the time, I'm getting that like, well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's just, that's what we, that's how, you know, that's what, that's what we do. That's what you've always done. Sort of not, not directly, but that's sort of like the vibe I'm getting back. So I know you've, you, you, you had to, you had to at some point deal with, right. I know you, you had to overcome it. Something that you did for Sanger. Um, okay. I'll take a stab at this one because I, I, I don't think like I've got this part down. Um, but essentially in any dynamic, right. Everybody's always going to try and go to their, what, what they know is familiar. Okay. So you start coming up, right. And typically in a relationship, someone's going to start trying to pull that back down so that we get back to where we were at. Okay. Um, and I think the turning point, honestly, on that barely happened with everything because I used to get so affected by uh, relationships with anybody, my kids or, or, or my wife or friends or anything like that. Anything where we weren't in, in perfect agreement would just kind of throw me off. Um, and it was, again, kind of going to that ego, right? The, the, this fear, this lack, okay? I wasn't living out of by my strengths and my soul. Um, and so I wanted, like, I had an expectation. Okay. Like, Hey, I'm leveling up. So wife, you should want to level up too. Right. She should want to be like, Hey, I see that you're a badass. I want to be a badass too. Right. And that's not how it works. Okay. Um, and so my, my biggest change, I became grateful for it. 
Okay. Yes. I was grateful for all my kids. Like e even my kid today was like, dad, I think you looked bigger a couple months ago. Right. And I'm like, sitting there thinking, I'm like, I could have easily just said, Hey, well, no, I've actually put on like 15 pounds and I've, I'm repping stuff I've never repped before in my entire life. Right. And I was just like, thanks for pushing me, buddy. Right. I'm going to get bigger. Let's do this. Okay. And, and same thing with, with my wife, anytime she is like starting to go, go at it. Right. And all these little things I'll exaggerate and kind of be sarcastic every now and then, not like in a rude way, but just like trying to lighten it up. But always afterwards, I'm like, actually, I see what you're saying. I'm grateful for that. Keep pushing me. So Greg, this is so really powerful because, you know, uh, I mean, a lot, a lot of our guys are military, police, fire, and especially like in, if you're in the firehouse, um, similar to like with your wife, a lot of times, like you might be a badass out in the world, but in the firehouse, like you're not going to get a lot of credit. You're just going to get, you're just going to get ripped. And so, especially if you're trying to like quit drinking or get your diet together or like you're, you're starting a business or like whatever, like people are going to try and drag you down. And I think some of it is to test you because that's what we do in the fire service. We test each other to see how strong you actually are, right? What's a habit that we have, but fighting it and defending yourself never helps ever. Like I'm getting to the point where I'm like, what do I ever need to defend myself ever with like verbal attacks? Like, you know, like someone's like, oh, you're, you're a pussy. And you're like, I probably am. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, Kyle, it is a, it is a, an indicator for your internal intrinsic validation. Like if you can do that, your validation is completely intrinsic. It's not external at all. And there's, so there's a power there when you're in line with your values because when you're aligned with your values and you can and you you can keep that alignment in the chaos of someone critiquing you or whatever, you become all powerful because your validation's intrinsic, and so you can just give. It's full, just give because you don't need anything. Yeah, or like like I've told the story like my computer got we're, we got to probably close up soon, but like I had a one of the engineers put my computer tablet on the engine and then they drove off and it broke, and uh, and everybody blame me and like there's times where you're just like I'll, I'll take this one you know what i mean so i walk into like the head station with the broken computer and there's like 20 guys and they're like oh and i'm like yeah i'm an idiot uh you know and I fill out the paperwork and all that and it's just like no one will ever know and i'll just i'll just i'll just take it it's fine i'll take it you know savage hey, hey john if 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 I, if I could just say one thing here sorry kyle no you're fine, fine man i, I know we gotta leave but Here's the thing. If you're dealing with it and it's to drag you down, all you got to do is stick with your non-negotiables, right? But you got to recognize it for what it is, but you got to pay attention to who it's coming from because it is different, right? If it's your wife you're feeling it from, that means she feels like you're leaving her behind. So yeah. you have to go out of your way to make sure that she knows that you're there and you're not going anywhere. Like wives get insecure too, just like we do. We don't admit it. They do. But you know, you're getting jacked and your wife's still got 20 pounds to lose. She thinks you're banging the secretary, right? Like that's what goes through their heads, right? So you've got to make sure that she knows that you're all in on her 100%, no matter what you look like, right? Yeah. If it's coming from your brother-in-law, then recognize it for what it is. 
it's him being uncomfortable because you're taking away his excuse because he wanted to look like that when he was 25 and now he's 45 and he's got a beer belly. And so it's a, it's partly him feeling uncomfortable in the fact that you took away his excuse. B there's a little bit of the test in there, right? Because when you decide, when you make a decision in this world, the universe will throw tests at you. That's how it works because the universe wants to know or God or whatever wants to know how serious you are. So there's some of that, but make sure you don't use the wrong one with the wrong person. Your brother-in-law, you could say, fuck off, watch me, right? That works. You can't say that to your wife or yeah. your kid, right? And even so then, pay attention to where it's coming from, that's all. Even then, like when you're tapped in, your conscience will help you too to, to develop this compression, compassion scale. Because some people, um, someone mentioned earlier, some people aren't ready to be told you're a bitch. They won't accept it right. And if you can actually be really tapped in and you can actually pour on this love to open them up before you give them the uppercut, you know, like there, there is some tact there, um, even with somebody like that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, for sure, Michael, like it depends how close they are. And like your, your wife's always going to be number one, like, oh, like always, like there's no, that relationship with your wife is, is will never be anything like any other relationship on this planet. And if we teach it, if we treat it like other relationships, we're going to be screwed. And you know, what's great, John, what I've learned talking to these guys every day now, right. They want to join us. Um, when they tell me something and they're being a bitch, right. And I don't know them like that. And I don't have the power that Kyle has, right. Cause you know, Kyle is Kyle, right. So I, I will give them an example that was very similar of the old me and say, you know what? I was a piece of shit. Cause I was doing this, this, and this. And what happens 10 minutes into the call is they say, you know what? I'm a piece of shit too. <laughs> and then they say, you know what I mean? And they come to their own realization. Yeah. Whereas if I would have said, quit being a piece of shit, it might not have worked. You know what I mean? They would have hung up the phone. If, if I even do this, you even if they don't do join it. us, which some of them don't, a lot of guys don't, right? Like more guys aren't ready for us than are. That's a fact. But even if they don't join us, because I let them come to that realization themselves, I still serve them. When they leave yeah. and they go join Planet Fitness and don't do shit with it, they're still more self-aware than they were when they got on the phone with me. Yeah, I love that. They came to the realization themselves. Beautiful. Hey, guys, I'm feeling this poll to end this so we can go to our families. Um, but, uh, Greg, I mean, I don't know what to say. Thank you. I've been just absolutely elevated talking to you today. Like, look, look what you've done by becoming this man and, and being in this process still. Like, what you've given us today will literally change all of our lives. Um, and when people say, is it worth it? Is it worth it? I'm just so comfortable. Is it worth it? Well, you know, I think you answered that question. Thank you. This was massive. This was a big, big mo I mean, look how many, look how many families you impacted with this right here, right now. It impacted mine. Greg, I'm going to give my wife a hug. Thank you guys. Much love. So appreciate it. Guys, we do the most. We need the least, life. friends. Take care. Let's go. Fire. Peace. Peace, guys. I hope you enjoyed this transformation from Superhuman Fathers. And one thing I want you to know is that anyone can do this. Yes, even you. Go to superhumanfathers.com and apply for the brotherhood right now. First of all, I need to apologize.
to absolutely nobody. Let's fucking go! Let's go! Hey, so I was searching for something really fucking hard, bro. Um, I was in a dark place. I was a content whore at that point. Um, my life at home was pretty bad. I'd get called out to work quite a bit at the time, I think, because it was winter time. And I stumbled across Wes Watson. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? I'm like, fuck yeah, I can ride with this guy. And then, uh, yeah, the mastermind, the ma mansion mastermind, and fucking Kyle steps up. And it's like, I think it's like one in the morning when I'm watching this, I'm at fucking work. And he steps up and he's just like, you know, I'm a fucking firefighter. I got kids. You know, it's like, fuck, man, that's me. Like, I'm fucking working. I got kids. I'm like, fuck, you know? And, man, I something just... Something just told me that's it. You know what I mean? Like, it just... It's like, okay, let's, let's see what this is about. 